Welcome to Stories in the Dark, a podcast about strange and creepy things. Come listen to the dark. Hello, my darlings. We have a quick announcement for you. We are approaching the end of season one. We have one more episode after this one, and then we'll take a little break. We'll be back at the end of December with a holiday episode to kick off the new year. While we're taking our little hiatus, please go check out my friend Shelby's podcast, Scare You to Sleep. She tales darker tales, full of horror and woe, sure to keep you warm with fear on these dark winter nights. But for now... Let's listen to the story of a little girl, a lost little girl who needs help, or does she? This week's episode is called Little Girl Lost. The little girl wanders around the port. She looks lost in her prim black dress and with her big searching eyes. She looks like she is looking for someone. Her blonde hair is dirty and her starched white collar has smudges on it. Clearly, she doesn't belong here. Her eyes search the crowd, but she looks down whenever anyone gets close. They aren't the one she's looking for. There are rumors of dead ships, ships whose crew and passengers die out there in the cold and the black. The ships drift, lost. I heard last week a ship came in on autopilot. When they opened it up, the ship was a mausoleum. Some of the rumors said disease. Others said violence, bodies torn apart. I watched the little girl and I wonder if her parents were on one of those ships. Maybe she's lost and will never be found. Or maybe her parents got arrested, stealing from tourists. Or maybe she's a traveler and no one was here to pick her up. I doubt I'll ever know, but I also don't really care. I run a food stall, a little thing that sells bao and dumplings, and I can barely keep up with the food and the customers and the money. I don't need to be worried about some little rich girl lost in a port. 
But the day wears on and still she stands, staring at the ships, and something in me thaws for her. I was a little girl once too. So I sell more bow and keep an eye on her while ships come in and ships go out and customers eat buns and ask me about sightseeing and prostitutes. I know where to go for both, but I don't tell them. Last month, a lady came through and murdered all the patrons of the biggest brothel, the secret one in the sky and half the prostitutes in the city have left or are in hiding. No one wants to talk to tourists about it, especially me. I get a break in the customers and I bring over some bow to the little girl. She looks down as I walk over, but before she does, I see something strange in her eyes, just real quick. I think I see something in them. I shake it off. I'm tired from working so much. There's no way I saw what I think I saw. I offer her the bow and she takes them, still not looking at me. She gestures a thank you and I wonder if she can't talk. I ask her if she needs anything and she just shakes her head. She starts to inch away from me, so I tell her I'll be around till dark and I head back to my stall. An hour later, a man walks up to her. He's dressed in a suit, and I wonder if he's her father. He talks to her for a while, but she shakes her head and he moves on. He looks troubled. It's getting cold now, and still she stands there. I notice her feet are bare and her eyes are huge. The suns haven't set, but they are thinking about it. Dark is less than an hour away. And then the priest comes. He glides up to her in his black robe. They look like a matched set, her with her black dress and white collar. The priest bends down and talks to her. His voice doesn't carry. She doesn't shake him off. She listens to him. He pats her shoulder and takes her hand. She doesn't resist, but she isn't responding to him either. And I start to feel like something is off. The priest looks around and then tugs her hand. She looks up at that. She looks up and she looks him in the eye. Her face is a little dirty, but it shines, just like her hair must when it's not so grimy. Something in her eyes makes the priest take a step backward, but he's still holding her hand. He pulls her. She starts crying, and I see it again. I can see so clearly from my stall. She's crying tears of blood, and the blood runs down her face. The priest drops her hand, and she tries to cover her eyes, and I flash on what I saw earlier. Eyes that were pools of blood, 
swimming with tiny crawling things with legs. The priest is trying to get away from her now. He turns and runs, and I can see the blood pouring from his eyes, but he turns a corner and vanishes. When I look for the girl, she is gone. A week later, I heard a new rumor. A ship that left our port never made it where it was going. There were some high-ranking politicians on the ship, and so they sent out a search party. They found the ship, floating and dead, halfway between here and there. The passengers and crew were dead. Some of them died, bleeding from their eyes. Some were partially eaten. Some things were so terrible, no one wanted to describe them. And I thought of little girls with crawling things and eyes full of blood. She hasn't come back to our port. I hope she never does. She's a story now, too, you see. Every port is talking about the little girl, lost, who wanders and doesn't talk. Death follows her like an old friend. If you see her, try not to approach her. Try not to make her cry.